Let's refine your beauty IQ with help from the most credible and relevant industry leaders and resources. We'll help uncover the answers to your most commonly asked questions, tie them up with a pretty bow, and serve them up on a silver platter. I'm Annie Thurston, board-certified aesthetics nurse injector. And I'm Jenna Irby, licensed esthetician. Welcome Welcome to to Charm Charm School. Yeah, so a distinction that we always make with our clients is by the time you're an adolescent, the number of fat cells you have is actually set. Most people like to argue this point because they say, no, I was a skinny kid, now I'm not skinny. So they had the same number of fat cells, they just expanded them or shrunk them depending on their diet and exercise choices. So once we set up apoptosis through that cold with those fat cells and they flush out, the fat cells that we set up to die and flush out will never come back. But of course, we are not killing every fat cell in that spot or in your body or in the multiple spots that we're treating. So if someone doesn't maintain their choices and gains a significant amount of weight, fat cells are opportunistic and they'll happily plump up. Today's episode features the Botify babes. Melissa and Jessica have built a cool sculpting empire and are freezing fat cells on the daily. You'll learn how to reduce your fat by 25% with this non-invasive procedure, and you'll also gain insight on the things that have made their business so successful. Find out how these sisters have excelled by maximizing their strengths by staying in their own sandboxes. Stay tuned, guys. This is a good one. Hi, guys. We're so excited to be here with you guys today. We have very special guests in the house. We are going to be talking about cool sculpting today. So we are sitting down with two badass sister girl bosses. They are the owners of Botify. And that is the number one cool sculpting account in the United States. So we are here with the best of the best. They've done over 20,000 procedures. Is that correct, ladies? Absolutely. Lots of fat out there. So keep it tons of fat. Real quick on that topic of fact checking, you guys might occasionally hear us referencing the Bajent. The Bajent is our Bajent, Lindsay, the Linz Bay, and she does our fact checking sometimes. So if we ever like, hey, Bay, let us know what's up. We might be throwing her in from time to time. She's always with us. She's the best. So without further ado, let's jump into this. So what is cool sculpting? Melissa, I'll let you take this one since you have been doing it for over nine years. All right. So cool sculpting is a non-invasive fat reduction procedure. Um, you may or may not have heard of it. It's been around for, like Jess said, almost 10 years now. And hey, we all have stubborn spots on our body that just don't seem to budge with diet and exercise. And so mm-hmm. if you have a little bit of a tummy or outer thigh or double chin, we freeze that fat off and then the fat dies and flushes out of the body. So amazing. Jenna and I have had the pleasure of experiencing the yes. magic that is the Botify Cool Sculpting. And Lord, am I glad I did. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> um, you said that you've been, it's been around for about 10 years. So do you feel like there's been like a surge in awareness with Cool, scoop, cool Sculpting in the past, you know, five, six, seven years because of social media? Or how do you feel like that's played a role in the evolution of Cool Sculpting? Yeah, you know, Cool Sculpting, when I started this 10 years ago, I mean, I was having to basically bring out a book and like tell people all about it. And they were like, what? You freeze your fat off and it yeah. goes away? Like, yeah. isn't it hurt? Is it going to kill your skin? And nobody knew about it. Right. And now if you mention cool sculpting, I feel like nine out of 10 people would definitely know what it is. Right. And right. I do think mm-hmm. social media, you know, cool sculpting spent, I mean, what do they spend? Just like $80 million a year oh, wow. in direct-to-consumer yeah. advertising. They basically wanted to follow the model that Botox did. Right. 
you know, just blasting yeah. it out there, 60 million a year for 10 years, trying to educate people on it. So I definitely think that people know about it now. Yeah. And, and I love product- it because I'm lazy at heart. So I can wear my scrubs all day long. And I'm always like, husband, I am absolutely advertising because you cannot not get accosted anytime you go to a bank. I froze, I've pinched fat at Wells Fargo. I've gone to, <laughs> you know, City Market and the tellers are like, oh, does it really work? So people's awareness is absolutely there, which is pretty cool to see the momentum. Yeah. And you guys own a business together, correct? We do. Sister bosses. Sister bosses. She doesn't know this, but 51%, 49%. I, <laughs> I fudged the numbers. Fact it's check. in the fine print. <laughs> yeah. Bajent fact check. Um, do, do you guys like working together? Like, how does that work? I assume it's kind of like a marriage. It's like you work good as a team, but other times you probably want to kill each other. Right? I mean, it's, how does it go? So growing up, we rarely ever fought. I could probably count on one hand um, the number of times that we fought. And since we've owned their business, it's definitely gone to two hands. But <laughs> it's so true. I think, you know, just like a relationship, if foundationally you guys are a really good fit, then no matter what comes your way, you can work through it. And she and I just have completely different skill sets. So we respect each other, we respect the other sandbox the other person plays in. And I think we only ever really fight or have disagreements when we try and get in the other person's sandbox. Right. Yeah. Get out of my She sandbox. says, no touchy, JJ. No touchy. That's not your wheelhouse. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. That's so cute. Well, now that you guys do work together, like what are you obviously have to have a similar philosophy. So like, how do you approach your patients? Do you call them patients or clients? Or clients. Clients. Okay. Question. Yeah. So, um, how do you approach somebody who's new, want, is interested in cool sculpting? Um, what type of conversation can they expect when they come into your door? What should they expect? Yeah. So something that we know, I mean, Allergan is a huge database of information, a repository of resources, and they know that about 80% of people who do cool sculpting have never done an aesthetic procedure before. And so for all of us in this room, it's really natural to say, well, everyone knows Botox. Everyone knows cool sculpting. Everyone knows fillers. And the truth is that they might have a concept of what cool sculpting is, but they don't know the nitty gritty. Right. And so we're really huge proponents of just educational based marketing and literally walking through people step by step what to anticipate. So that way they can really have that elevated and exceptional experience. Okay. For sure. And we feel like we were in a really good position when we first opened the business. It's like I'd already been doing cool sculpting for five or six years and kind of knew what to expect. And it's like, okay, if we want to build this business, let's do it in a way that if we were the client, what would we want? And totally. so one, you're totally self-conscious about the area on your body that you don't like, right? So it's like, first and foremost, we need to make people comfortable. Mm-hmm. When they come in, that they don't want to feel like they, you know, are being judged, that people are going to look down on them. And mm-hmm. so creating this really just friendly, positive, supportive environment yeah. was super important to us. Totally. I think sure. we strive for that too, like just creating a nurturing, safe environment. Mm-hmm. When people are coming in for facials, they're usually very um, insecure about the hyperpigmentation on their face right. or their fine lines or you know, whatever the issue is, we always try to do the same. So yeah, that's yeah. so important. And going out of your way to, to add personal touches, to make it a, a unique experience that other people don't offer, which I think really sets you guys apart. You're so amazing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Something that kind of blew our mind is, again, we were able to be very intentional about the business we created. Most people that offer cool sculpting already have a thriving practice. They bring it in. And then sometimes it's hard to pivot and shift um, to that new demographic. But we went to a lot of other consults and we interacted with a lot of other businesses. And I'm embarrassed to say that most businesses suck. Mm-hmm. You know, you walk in, they they don't acknowledge you. You're like a nuisance to them that you've called. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm busy. Hang up on the phone, put you on hold. And so we had a ton of opportunities just to kind of, as Annie said, stand apart and make our experience memorable. Because we've always said people don't remember what you do or say. They remember how you make them feel. 100%. Well, and it's even your sense of urgency with responding to us asking you to be on this podcast. You were, right. in, you were out of the country, correct? Patagonia. I got a text message from these two queens. They're on the top of a mountain with a 
hell yes, we'll be on the podcast. <laughs> like, okay, they are never not working. They're amazing. But yet traveling and doing things for themselves, yes. which is good. It's a balance. Good, good. So when you have these new clients come in, you know, once you have the conversation, once you set the expectations, which is something I want to dive into more, um, do most people, are they bought into the process at that point? Like are most people that are coming in to see where they're like, okay, hell yes, please freeze my fat. <laughs> like, how does that work? Yeah, I think maybe 10 years ago, five years ago, people didn't know about cold sculpting very much. So if they did know about it, they were like ready to pull the trigger. Got it. So I think now because so many people know about it, but don't really understand what it entails, the costs or anything like that, that a lot of people are coming in for education, which is totally Mm -hmm. fine. We're there for them. We want to answer their questions, get them educated about it. Like you said, setting expectations. Mm -hmm. And then I do think sometimes the cost of it can be prohibitive. It is an yes. investment. It, right? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. It is a permanent option that is, it works very well in the technology. As you've mentioned with Botox, it's a household name now. It's a, it's a technology that you can provide for people that you know is going to de- deliver a result, which is why you probably do it to begin with. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of aesthetic procedures are, you know, new and what's trending and they don't always work. So I definitely say gold standard as far as fat reduction goes as far as like it being permanent so once those fat cells are gone they're gone correct yeah so a distinction that we always make with our clients is by the time you're an adolescent the number of fat cells you have is actually set most people like to argue this point because they say no i was a skinny kid and now i'm not skinny so they have the same number of fat cells they just expanded them or shrunk them Mm -hmm. depending on their diet and exercise choices so once we set up apoptosis through that cold with those fat cells and they flush out, the fat cells that we set up to die and flush out will never come back. But of course, we are not killing every fat cell in that spot or in your body or in the multiple spots that we're treating. So if someone doesn't maintain their choices and gains a significant amount of weight, fat cells are opportunistic and they'll happily plump up. Got Got it. it. Yeah. And how do you set those expectations without having to give too much tough love? Because if you have a client coming in and you're, you know, assessing their lifestyle and they're eating donuts every day, it's like, how do you manage that without offending them one, but also trying to inspire them to just live a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. I think, um, making it very clear to them that this is not the magic pill that you can take and right. that you can have cold sculpting mm-hmm. and you can eat whatever you want and you can never exercise again and you'll, you know, never gain fat. It's like, no, this is something that we do in conjunction with a healthy lifestyle. Right. And if somebody is not doing those things, sometimes it does spur them to, you know, be healthier you know, they're going to invest a certain amount of money. It's like, okay, maybe I will walk a little bit more and maybe I'll eat a little bit better to help maintain the results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. It is a fine line of being able to tell somebody like, hey, you might not be a good candidate. You don't want to invest $5,000 and then, you know, they gain 15 pounds and they don't see anything. Right. Sure. And for us, before and afters, I think have been one of the most critical ways that we've set really proper expectations. And I think for us or any of the other girls on our team, when you're doing a consult, if someone's kind of veering off and saying things that aren't true, you have to have the courage and the integrity to say, guess what? That's actually not what's going to happen. Right. So if someone's looking at those photos and they think they're unimpressive or they're like, oh, so my cellulite's going to be gone and this is going to look different in two days and blah, blah, blah. Then you have to, again, have the courage to say, guess what? That cold sculpting is not your solution if that's what you're looking for. Right. Mm-hmm. So we find very rarely if you set proper expectations that people aren't happy with the results that they're getting. Yeah. Do you ever have to turn people away that you just know are not going to be a good fit? Very rarely, but yeah, we do. Because you feel like you've, you're have you overly thorough with the expectations, so you feel good about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Or they're, like you said, they just are not good candidates to start with. You know, right. they either need their tummy tuck or they need to lose 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. So your but, ideal candidate for cool sculpting would look like who? Oh, that's a good question. So 
originally, I think we liked somebody that was five to 35 pounds from an ideal, you know, healthy weight. Mm -hmm. They're exercising, they're eating well. Um, but sometimes I get somebody that comes in that has lost a hundred pounds and, you know, they still have a hundred to go, but they just want their chin done. And yeah, I can do their chin and I want to support them on their journey because they're doing the right things, but they still have a little ways to go. But ideally we want people that are doing all the right things that just can't lose that little bit. Awesome. And then the other group of people are the people who want that motivation. Melissa alluded to this earlier, but it's remarkable when someone actually has some skin in the game, AKA money, mm -hmm. they think twice about skipping the gym or having that right. fifth beer instead of the fourth beer. And it makes them a lot more accountable, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love it. On kind of the opposite side of that, do you have people coming in potentially with like body dysmorphia or individuals who like there's just literally no fat and it's almost like a conversation you have to have with them about this isn't a fit for you because there's literally no fat, you know? I mean... <laughs> Yeah. So something, you know, Melissa and I, our hearts were really set on from the outset is we just wanted to be memorable and we wanted to uplift. You know, it's like yeah. our entire mission was to spark joy. And so I know a lot of practices are like, oh, my gosh, we get people with body dysmorphia or we get obese people. And it's so hard to turn those people away. And for us, I think we really see it as an opportunity, again, to uplift people yeah. and make them feel good. And it doesn't happen often. But 100 percent, if somebody comes in and they're not a good candidate, either because they have too much fat or too little, it's about taking off your business hat and being a freaking human. And connecting mm -hmm. with that person and getting them to walk out the door and say, damn it, I feel better than when I came in. And that's always our goal. Right. Yeah, I love that. I do too. Measurable results are kind of what you guys, it sounds like. Because even you, with. I feel like with injectables, people come in here with unrealistic expectations. For sure. And maybe you have to have hard conversations sometime. And how do you handle that? You definitely do. You have to, you know, I think, I don't know if you guys have this, but people will bring in you know, a photo of a celebrity and say that they want this person's specific anatomy and all these things. And, you know, you really can't do that. It's like, I can help you and I can enhance what you're working with. And we're going to make you be the best version of yourself. But there's definitely a lot of expectation setting. I mean, all the time. And most people are very realistic, I think, about that. I've been that client. I go into the hairdresser with someone who has, like, beautiful, thick mm -hmm. hair. Uh -huh. I'm like, can you make me have this? They're like, you have wispy, fine hair. We're not getting that look. <laughs> totally. Like, okay, fine. I was probably very bad about that before, too. I think now that I'm working in this industry. I'd More yeah. appropriate bedside manner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so if somebody gets cool sculpting, how long does it take to get results? Yeah, that's a good question. So we always say it's about a two to four month process to see results after the treatment. Um, somebody like me, I'm a very fast responder in like two weeks, I can notice a difference. And then I have people like Jess here that Boo. she's a very slow responder. Um, we always say tortoise and the hare. You both get there just summer fast and summer <laughs> slow. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Every body is different. Exactly. So she's like, what, six months before you notice a difference? I take a very long time, unfortunately. So is there, would you say, do most people do one or two procedures or would you say like, how many procedures do most people do? So when Melissa first started, and it's been wonderful to kind of watch that growth and evolution, um, Allergan did not always create cool sculpting. So it was Zeltique, and then it came to Allergan, and then they just sold again. But when Melissa first started doing it, it was really one and done. It was like, hey, put this applicator on. You're going to get rid of 20 to 25% of your fat. You're good to go. And what Allergan has found through all their studies is that people are much, much happier if they're doing at least two sessions on each area because then twice as much fat goes away. Mm -hmm. And the truth is it's like a half million dollar house and a million dollar house. Everybody wants the million dollar house and you're going to be much happier. So, you know, as a philosophy from Botify, we've really worked too on getting people to focus on one or two areas versus saying, hey, I want to do 10 areas once and just kind of have a reduction. Hey, let's really knock the abs and the love handles out of the park. So it's a true visible transformation, not only for you, 
but for the people that are also seeing you in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Love that. Um, how What is the percentage of fat reduction per treatment on average, would you say? It's 20 to 25% reduction. Okay. And what is, what, what is that associated to? Like, is it just... That's just what the technology provides, is it, you know? So in all our FDA clearance, that's what they scientifically were able to prove that consistently and predictably they got rid of 20 to 25 percent. Again, something that we've shifted away that I think makes us different is that's meaningless to most people. Mm -hmm. You know, I know I can look at your thighs and say, I know what 20 to 25 percent is going to look like. But for someone who's new to the space, they have no clue what that equates to. Mm -hmm. And so we've really backed off of saying that and saying, hey, let's show you photos of people who got Mm -hmm. the expected result. And if you look at that and you like it, game on. If you don't, then we either need to talk about more rounds or it's not a fit. Yeah. Before right. and afters always demonstrate the most impact and value. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree with and that. And look at people that have a before photo that look like you. I think that's good advice for people so that they know a realistic expectation for them and their body type. I think it's interesting because they, in their studies, you can turn the temperature colder mm-hmm. with cool sculpting and you can actually get more fat to go away. And they can do it at a safe temperature that doesn't harm the skin or anything like that. And almost all of the fat went away. But it was very, very unpredictable. Mm. And so that's why they have it at the temperature zone that they have right. for a certain amount of time at this time range or this um, temperature range. Mm-hmm. And um, so it would be interesting to see in the future if they can make that a little bit more predictable. Right. Yeah. What we can get that's it cool. to. Is there, like with Kybella, for example, is an injectable that we use in our practice. It's the fat... Um, destroying agent for under the chin. And there's some off-label applications that some people use that technology for, like bra fat, back fat, knee fat, things like that. I don't use it off-label. Do people ask you guys to use the cool sculpting technology off-label? And is there any areas that you, like, for example, the banana roll, the, the little love, lovely little bulge of fat that some people have under the butt? Like, is that something that you think is treatable? Is there anything that you shouldn't treat? So something... I believe that's been great about Allergan is they just have the resources to get FDA clearance on new body parts. It's definitely not inexpensive. As we know, it's a very taxing and lethargic process. And when Melissa first started, I'm pretty sure it was just love handles and abdomen. And so now there's, you know, FDA clearance for many more body parts. So the only one, you know, that we currently use it on that is not FDA cleared is the male pecs or the chest. Um, We do see nice results with that, but pretty much every other one people ask for it is FDA cleared every once in a while. People want their calves or under their eyes, and there's just not an applicator for that. Right. Or the fanny pack. Oh, What's yeah. that? Can you guys? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. What's it's like the, fanny the pack? low back, like right above the spine. The fanny. Oh. Or, or above a buffalo the hump. Crack. Yeah. Those oh. every once in a while I get, but I'm not putting an applicator near a spine. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't do that either. Um, from a consumer standpoint, I, I think people would like to understand pros and cons versus cool sculpting versus Kybella. Uh, you offer Kybella for bursting the fat cells, you offer it for freezing the fat cells. So like, mm-hmm. what are the differences? Is there potentially a better fit for somebody? Everybody always responds differently to certain services. So it might not be a one size fits all, but can you guys maybe elaborate on the differences? And yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool sculpting obviously is freezing the fat and it is limited by where the applicator can fit. Mm. So if the applicator can't fit, I think Kybella is a great option for it. Or sometimes our clients will do cool sculpting first, say on their double chin, but they just have this little tiny bit left. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. get Kybella to finish that up. But I think, you know, some people can't afford the swelling mm-hmm. that occurs after Kybella and cool sculpting. I mean, we've done news anchors yeah. and they've been on TV half an hour later and nobody oh. knows that they've had it done. So it's just okay. really nice. And I would say too, just to piggyback on 
you know, what you're saying, I think Kybella and Cool Sculpting under the chin for submental fat reduction, they work in different ways to destroy the fat, but they're both permanently destroying the fat cells. Um, I do think, you know, for me, I only use it in that area. I don't use it off label. I think it's way too expensive if I were to use something off label with Kybella. So I always refer larger, you know, larger body areas out. Um, and I think it's, it's a lot more productive to do it that way. Yeah. Good. So with all types of aesthetic procedures, there's always risk, right? Like you have your, you know, clients and patients sign consents and all those things, but what is a side effect or negative side effect risk of cool sculpting? Is it so minimal? And if so, like what is even a possibility? Yeah. So from our perspective, and this is a little different than the question you're asking, I think the biggest risk is that you're a non-responder, right? Okay, People yes. are investing money. They're investing time. They want their fat to be gone. And Melissa and I have always said, again, if expectations are set appropriately, if you do the right treatment plan and you have the right candidate, it is very, very consistent and predictable, but every once in a while we get someone who those fat cells just don't give a shit and they're not, right, they're not leaving. I'm home and I'm happy. Yes. Yeah. And we, move me. we have a beautiful results promise to help with that and to retreat the person and then, you know, have some solutions if it doesn't work. But I think from a business perspective and a human perspective, that's the most devastating one because they came there, they trusted you, they want their fat gone. And with any procedure, with any diet out there, with anything yep. you ever do, there are people who respond wonderfully, people mm -hmm. who respond to average, and people who just don't get what they're supposed to get. That's good so. information. Luckily, it's a tiny percent of very people. Small, right? Very, very small. Right. Um, you know, outside of the normal soreness and tenderness, numbness, um, cool sculpting is really easy. I would say one of the worst side effects that is so, 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 so rare is um, PAH is paradoxical adipose hyperplasia. And if everyone in the room can knock on wood, because we've never had it in 20,000 yeah. treatments. <laughs> nope, everywhere. Never. So it's basically we get rid of the fat cells, but the fat cells grow back. Mm -hmm. And it grows back in the shape of the applicator, which is very interesting that they, you know, they don't even have a big enough pool of people that have had this to really understand why it happens, who it happens to. Um, if something like that happens, you have to have liposuction. You can't do cool sculpting on it to try and get rid of it. Um, luckily cool sculpting is amazing. And at this point they have an insurance policy that basically if one of our patients or clients does get it, they take the case over and they pay for the liposuction. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. And outside of that, I think if you go to an inappropriate provider who does not build an appropriate treatment plan and either under treats a person or puts the applicator in the wrong place, people can have indentations, right? We've always said cool sculpting is amazing because it gets rid of fat. But obviously, if you put that applicator in an inappropriate place, you're going to get rid of fat and it won't look visually pleasing. Right. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't live in Arizona and wants to get cool sculpting and they're, they don't fly out to see you guys, what should the consumer look for when interviewing um, a potential cool sculptor? You were asking such good questions. Provider. <laughs> <laughs> so we always tell people, um, first and foremost, you want to make sure that they're certified and anybody that ever places their hands on you has the highest level of certification which to date um, is the Cool Sculpting University Master's Program. Okay. Uh, as Annie had mentioned before, not only do you want to be able to see before and afters that look like you, you want to be very clear that the before and afters they're showing are actually patients of their own or clients of their own. Right. Um, simply because it's very easy to pull people off the internet. You don't know what treatment they did, how many rounds they did, if they lost 20 pounds in addition. And so it can be very, very misleading. We have a beautiful results promise. So we actually guarantee results. 
I would say the biggest complaint I see online is people said, oh, I spent $5,000 and the company said, sorry, you're a non-responder, like not my problem. Mm. And so just say, what happens if I happen to be someone who doesn't respond as anticipated? Do they have some type of policy or guarantee um, that can make it a little bit better for you? Mm -hmm. And then we always say, you know, multiple machines. And then lastly, we eat, sleep, breathe, and live cool sculpting. It like injecting, like facials, like anything you do, you have to do it over and over again. And unfortunately, that's all you do, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. A lot of practices, they do it and they'll say, oh, we've done thousands of treatments, but it's spread over 10 years. And it's like, I don't want someone removing fat if they do it once a month. I totally agree mm-hmm. with that. I think in our industry, like my license, I could do microblading, lashes, skin, like there's Waxing. just so many things. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think it's so important that whoever you go to, in my opinion, has like a specific niche that that's what they do day in and Agreed. day out. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. who I want to go to. Yeah, it's no so jack true. of all trade, master no. one is kind of what you want. Mm-hmm. And so I think asking in the consultation, one, are you going to be doing my treatment? And two, how many have you personally done? Totally. I think that's super important. And yes. something someone at Allergan told us, which I thought was really remarkable, that I always want people who are contemplating cold sculpting to think about. Most people, if you went and had a Botox treatment done and it didn't go well, you would blame the technician and not Botox. Because everybody knows that Botox works. And for some reason, because cool sculpting is a device, there's still some people out there who are saying, oh, well, I've heard cool sculpting doesn't work. And so mm-hmm. I always want those people to kind of have a pregnant pause and say, okay, did they go to the right provider? Were there the right expectations? Were they the right candidate? And was it truly the technology that didn't work? Or because they didn't go to the right place? Because I really think it's consistent and predictable when done totally. in the right place. I think it goes back mm-hmm. to expectations always. I think if you're thorough in that initial consult and you really go over everything in depth, then people can't say it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, you've had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Same with skincare, facials, hyperpigmentation, treating melasma. You like, you just have to set the proper expectations. Absolutely. And we work with, I'm sure you guys do as well. Like I came to you guys before my wedding. We work with a lot of brides, people that are preparing for a wedding, for a big event. Ideally, when would you want somebody to kind of start their journey with cool sculpting if they were going to do it prior to that event to see the result? Well, because it does take up to four months to see results, and that's just from one treatment, you know, you really do need to plan ahead. So Mm -hmm. if you're planning on having several sessions on, say, your arms or your stomach or something like that, you know, starting six, seven, eight months in advance is probably the best way to do it. And because you don't want to have to resize your wedding dress. Haley, who works at our office, kind of did it a little bit too close to her wedding date. And her mom was like, no more cool sculpting. I'm not paying to have your dress resized for the third time. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, man, that's a good ad right there. It works. Um, Oh, my gosh, I love it. Is there anything you want to let the consumer know or like drop any tidbits of knowledge on regarding cool sculpting that maybe just like we're not even asking the questions of anything that would surprise the consumer? Anything you want to share? I think coming in for a consult is always, you know, the best step. I do all the texting for Botify, and it's remarkable to me how many people their first question out of the gate is how much does it cost? Mm -hmm. And they don't love the answer. I can't tell you without seeing you. And it truly is, it's no one size fits all. I mean, Annie and I can look at each other's arms. We can both be good candidates if mine are longer, if mine are bigger, if I want a more dramatic reduction. That can absolutely impact that pricing. Right. And so we've always kind of maintained we don't want to mislead people. Um, but it, it is a little tricky because people can definitely get a little hot and heavy when they say, I just want my abs. I'm like, well, I've treated an abdomen for 600 and others for right. 10,000. Like, well, right. that's not possible. It's, it is possible. Mm-hmm. We're all so different and so unique. And as Melissa said, no pressure, no judgment, super welcoming. And if nothing else, you're going to walk out of our doors and say, damn, those girls are awesome and fun to be around. So it's well worth your 45 minutes. Right. And you have a realistic expectation for sure. I feel like I get questions like that on a daily basis. Um, 
I can't respond. I have to say the same thing. You know, how much is cheek filler? How much is lip filler? How much is Botox? How much do you charge per unit for Botox? It's like, well, Lord, what areas are we treating? You know, (laughs) so I was definitely starting with a consult with all of these things I think is so key. And I almost maintain that anybody who's willing to do it without seeing you, you should move forward, you know, with a little bit of trepidation. Because either they're going to tell you something and not want to upset you, so they're going to do an ineffective plan, or it's going to be bait and switch, and you're going to come in there and say, oh, well, I said it was 600, but it's actually 10,000. Yes. Or whatever it is. So it's, you're right. It's a little bit tricky. I just learned a new word today on charm school, trepidation. (laughs) (laughs) Genius over there. It was on my SAT. We're all here to learn. We're here to learn. Um, Speaking of learning, so you guys also are trainers, correct? So tell us about that. So you basically host and train other cool sculpting providers or those who are interested in adding that service to their menu. Melissa always has brilliant ideas. She said she gets them in the shower. So I'm always like, just go sit in the shower, go sit in the shower, (laughs) like hang out in the shower if we need a good idea. And we just had a lot of people like you guys that knew us in the space and started saying, hey, can I get some help? And how do you do this? And do you do off label? And how do you handle this? And how do you handle this? And so we were just kind of doing that. And one day Melissa's like, guess what? Like we're offering a gift to people and a skill set. And so we get to charge for it. And we were a little nervous about it, but it was remarkable how many people supported it and just Mm -hmm. the concepts that we created and just the value that we give them. And so Allergan has been a huge supporter of us, but a lot of people have found us, you know, via social media and it's been really fun. So it's a total business within a business. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. It lets you live your passion in a different type of way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love presenting and speaking. So for me, this has like been the best marriage and Melissa loves event planning and making everything beautiful. So she gets to do all the stuff. I Me too. Which is really a different type of job in and of itself. Yes. Hosting is real. I just mm-hmm. show up and everything's perfect because of her. <laughs> you guys are in your own sandboxes, like you said. Yeah. Doing With your, your certification like process, how you were saying that if somebody had that very highest level of certification, how, how many like hours of training is that with you guys? Do you have certain like levels with your, you know, with your training program where you're like a beginner, you know, intermediate expert. So unlike something like laser or injectables, like you don't have to have a quote unquote certification to do cool sculpting, which is kind of the scary thing. You know, they come in, cool sculpting will train you for half a day and then they set you out on your own. Um, so cool sculpting mm-hmm. does have a program called cool sculpting university where you can go to corporate and be trained for a few days. Um, they also have a master's level. So after you've done a certain number of hours, you can go there. But at Botify, I mean, we've just said, you know what, like you get one chance to do cool sculpting right on somebody's mm-hmm. body. And so anybody that works with us, any of our technicians have done thousands and thousands of hours of shadowing and training mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. with us and our, you know, top experts in cool sculpting before they're ever allowed to touch anybody on the right. Own. And that's such a good Love point that. because even like with laser and Botox. People could take a yep. four-hour class. Technically, yeah. it's the same thing if you have a medical license. Exactly. Which, more on that topic later. Yes. But um, I digress. Yeah. But <laughs> definitely research who your providers are. Um, and we will recap that on our blog, actually, to kind of give you guys some tips of how to locate a cool sculpting provider in your area if you can't come to Arizona and check out the Botify Babes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one you- other thing to keep in mind is sometimes there's brands that are really, really successful and well-known. But we also have to remember that sometimes a cool sculpting technician is a revolving door position. Right. And so you go, oh, I'm going to this place. It's reputable. It has hundreds of locations throughout the U.S. But to Melissa and Annie's point before, like how many treatments have you actually done? Mm-hmm. Because when I was learning how to build a business, I was always told, if you're new, make yourself inclusive. 
oh, I'm part of a team that's done 10,000 treatments. Well, guess what? You don't want the person who's part of a team that's done 10,000 treatments if they've never done one. Totally. And Mm -hmm. so getting really specific because, again, it's your body and you have one chance to do it right. Yeah. So asking those maybe uncomfortable questions initially just so that you can get the answers that you need. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Love that. I would love to ask you guys some business questions because you now have just opened your second location. Huge congrats on that. (laughs) Um, What do you guys, I mean, attribute to being able to build an amazing, unique, successful business that, you know, sets yourselves apart in the market? I mean, there's a lot of hustle. Mm-hmm. I think people from the outside can look in and say, oh, it's so easy and blah, we blah, blah. Just, just saying that. that. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you don't know how many businesses between Jess and I that we've done previous to this that we failed at. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's embarrassing to say how many that we failed at. But <laughs> hey, you were trying. You <laughs> so were this out there working. is not the first rodeo. And the fact that I had done cool sculpting before and I kind of knew the pitfalls to avoid. So when we did start, you know, we had this great foundation. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Jess? I also think a lot of people mistake having a passion for a specific technical skill, um, being able to modulate that and say, oh, I'm going to translate that into a business. Very different. If you know how to bake beautiful cakes and make delicious cakes, doesn't mean you know how to run a cake business. Mm -hmm. And so Melissa and I grew up with parents that were entrepreneurs. Uh, We were very entrepreneurial. And I just think little by little, we pulled little pieces out. And again, we had the benefit of sitting down and saying, how are we going to build Botify and being able to put those pieces into place? Not that we didn't take missteps. But a lot of our learnings had happened prior to Botify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's delegating. I think it's having a team that you trust. Something that I find, especially with boss babes and smaller businesses, is we hold things so dear and near to our heart that we mm-hmm. don't want to delegate. And at some point, it becomes a tipping point. If you're going to either be a one-man mm-hmm. show or you're going to be successful, you have to kind of relegate and trust that if you have the resources and the training in place, that you actually can delegate those really key pieces so that you can grow because you can't do it all. And you have to be able to answer text messages on top of mountains. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's that can't stop, won't stop mentality. I think that does set entrepreneurs apart, in mm-hmm. my opinion. It's you're working a lot and probably more than the average person. You know, I, I'm hands on in the treatment room three to four days a week. And some people are like, oh, so you only work like what, like 20, 30 hours? I'm like, <laughs> no. no, I work like 50 hours yeah. a week. You know, it's like you, you it's a different, a little bit different mindset, yeah. I would say. Yeah. And when we first opened, I mean, we had raised $400,000 and, you know, it was a friends and family raise and we did not want to disappoint these people by not paying them back. So it was like, we're not open seven days a week, but if you want to come in at Sunday at 5 a.m., we're going to be there. I mean, we stayed and did treatments until midnight. And, you know, I was on my hands and knees, you know, scrubbing the floors and like, crying. I'm like, I'm successful for this. But you just do it. And you we just it, say yeah. you fake it till you make it. And in the beginning, mm-hmm. I mean, we opened our doors and we had zero people in our database, no one to market to. People would call in and come in for a consult and Jess would be in the other room, you know, the front desk, like calling our phone. So it sounded like we were busy. <laughs> or energy, amazing. Goes energy flows, right? It's exactly. like you have mm-hmm. to be in that mindset and you have to be attracting all those positive things. And sometimes you have to just get that energy flowing to attract what you need to attract. Yeah. You guys also, I think you are so amazing at your customer service and your, you. you know, like you were saying, your availability. But what things do you do? to try to be so available? Because I think you make things very easy for people, right? Like they call in, you answer. You text message, you answer. Um, you know, you could do your consultation. You can get your procedure done. Like what things do you try to do to strive for to get that high level of customer service? 
something that I love that Dave Ramsey says is don't make it difficult for people to do business with you. And mm -hmm. people don't realize how difficult they make it for people. It's like, oh, I only open answer text message from Hen or you can't email me or I'm on your website and you have to click 68 different things. So Melissa mentioned this earlier, but we really took off our business hat and put on our consumer hat prior to opening and mm -hmm. saying, okay, what would we want our journey to look like? And as I said before, unfortunately, most businesses suck. Mm -hmm. You know, they're very transactional in nature. They're not thinking about that long-term relationship. And so they're not taking things into consideration that make a big impact in people wanting to do business with you. So it's easy things like responding to text messages, um, doing it personally, you know, mm -hmm. having some personality in there. When somebody calls you, say thank you. You tell them they're not alone and that those same areas frustrate you so that they feel inclusive. You mm -hmm. offer them something to drink. You send a text message of your building so they don't get lost with the parking. Totally. Mm -hmm. Confirmation calls, handwritten thank you cards. Um, one of my favorites that we do is Gary Vaynerchuk is someone that I just really appreciate and respect. And he has an entire thank you department who literally just scours the internet and looks at the social media accounts of his clients. And they just say, oh, that person likes the Broncos. Let's send them tickets to the Broncos game. Love it. So cool. So we don't get to do that yet. But <laughs> someone says, you know, oh, I love this drink or I love this movie or I love this book. And the girls always have a budget to kind of surprise and delight our clients. That's amazing. <laughs> Today we had a client that she's young. She's early 20s and her husband just died. Oh. She's a two-year-old daughter. No, and they I came can't. to me and they were just like, I think this necklace that we found online that has butterflies and a heart that... You know, she was talking about blah, blah, blah. Can we please order it for her? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's, it's about relationships. That's what everything in this industry is about. And it's about connecting and personal know. touches mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah it's, it's interesting when you read our reviews, it's like hardly anything talks about cool sculpting and, you know, how well it worked and all that. It's always about the customer service experience, experience yeah. and how they're like, I just want to come in here and hang out. I just feel like family and I think we're missing that in our lives. And so mm -hmm. just putting that first and foremost in your business, I think, is going to return space. Yeah. yeah. And I think a basic tenet is people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. And we all understand that. And just really going heart forward first and foremost. Yeah. You guys do an amazing job with that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Likewise, that's why we're on each other's spheres. Thank right? you. Can yes. we also talk about the newer cool tone technology? We'd love to. Yes. yes. Tell us about that. And so, when can I come in? And when can I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So Cool Tone um, just launched in about January, December, January. And it is a new technology by Cool Sculpting. It's um, MMS, which is magnetic muscle stimulation. And it is great for people that no longer have any fat left, say, on your abdomen or your buttocks or arms or thighs and would like to build muscle tone. So it's really exciting for those people, like you were saying, that came in that aren't candidates because mm -hmm. they're too lean. They don't have anything less, but they want, you know, ripped abs or they want the Brazilian butt lift kind of look. Um, we don't have it yet. We are just kind of waiting to see. Mm -hmm. uh, with Cool School Thing, you know, I had done it before. I knew it worked, but we want to, you know, we have a database of, what, 15,000 people at this point, And we don't want to bring anything into our practice and sure. promise that it's going to work yeah. until we see the results. So we're just kind of standing by and waiting. But. You're excited to bring it in if yeah. it does what it's going to do. Oh, don't worry, girls. Absolutely. You are <laughs> you all your clinical studies on me. <laughs> if it does what they say that it does, it is. you could use it for your buttocks area, for example. Yeah. And it would be equivalent to doing how many squats? Like 25,000. It might no. be. Yes. 25,000 yes. muscle contractions in a 30-minute treatment. You yeah. do it um, two times in a week. And then the next week, you do it another two times. 
potentially another week, you do another two times and then it would just be a maintenance program. Just kind of like working out. You can't just do it once yeah, and then to stop. continue with it. Yeah. Is it a lower price point then typically than cool sculpting? Are you seeing at this point or? I think the initial they're saying, you know, between $2,000 and $2,500 for a single area for those initial four treatments, but you will get to do it quarterly. So most likely it'll be some type of subscription-based program. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting because you would think the people that are more fit would get to do it less. But what they've actually found is that those muscles can atrophy faster. And so if you're more fit, it's actually like, hey, you might get to stay on this a little bit more often than the average bear um, to maintain that result. But the interesting thing, not only aesthetically, but we've talked to a lot of people who are working with kind of an older demographic. And they just said in terms of posture and just how they feel has really greatly improved. Unlike cool sculpting, we got to go try um, the cool tone. They put it on and you instantly feel that it works because it's that contraction. Yes. And we didn't even do a full treatment. I mean, we had it on there for like two minutes and I was laughing my butt off because it literally like makes you go, like contract. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, you just felt stronger. I need a bigger self-care budget. I know. Yeah, I know right now. <laughs> my self-care budget needs, it needs to, to expand. Yeah. How long typically does it take for those results to show up? Was it like an eight-week type thing like cool sculpting or? No, it's much more immediate. Um, obviously, after you get done with that fourth treatment, you should definitely see a visible reduction, but it just doesn't last unless sure. you keep doing the maintenance ones. But that's the cool news. If you're going out, if you're going on a trip and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to get in a bikini and Beach I want vacay. this more defined. Mm-hmm. It's wow. much easier for, you know, versus cool sculpting where people are like, I'm going on a cruise next week. It's like, well, mm-hmm. cool sculpting is not an option. Love that. Do we want to do some rapid fire questions? Yes. Bring them on. Yes. Go for it. Okay. So we're going to ask you guys some questions and just don't really think about it. Just kind of answer real quick. Okay. What did you eat for breakfast this morning? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're, I personally am in, well, we went to Patagonia, so please. <laughs> we're let's, detoxing. We were eating <laughs> okay. five course meals three times a day and lots of wine. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to do that intermittent fasting and not eat until a little bit later. But I'm a morning person and love my breakfast, <laughs> oh, so I'm a too. little angry bear. Yeah. Uh, there's some food behind you. you yeah, thank you. I know. <laughs> Snacks. What is your favorite show on Bravo? I don't mm. even know what's on Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, um, what's the million dollar listing oh, show? Dollar yeah, listing. that's a good that's, one. Yeah, that's, that's my one. dream homes. Which one do you like in New York? Or? I like them both, but I resonate more with the Los oh, Angeles right. homes. I love Josh Flagg. Yeah. If you're listening. I'm on the pod. <laughs> um, we'll too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Botox too. <laughs> Who is your favorite celebrity? Good question. Currently, I'm obsessed with Dave Ramsey. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just love his philosophy, and Melissa and I have used it personally and as a business, and it's just mm-hmm. very freeing to not live beyond your means and to be debt-free and not owe anybody anything. So I just like his shtick, yeah. um, and I think he's awesome. And I'm sure, I hope Melissa says the pasta person, even though they're not a celebrity. You can talk mm-hmm. about that new pasta company. Have you guys <laughs> the pasta Saint Pasta? Mm-hmm. Have you been at the Linker Longer Lounge? Please go to their Yelp no. page and see how they Have you been to return. the Linker Longer Lounge? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's on 16th Street and Bethany, I think. But it's a little dive bar. But these people have taken up into the uh, kitchen. And they're slinging out pasta. And it's Write it down, baby. Amazing. Amazing. Write the, it down, Liz. The reason that I love them is we've always said, be authentic and be who you are. One of the biggest lessons I had when I first learned to public speak is my mentor was like, you are trying to be me. And I'm 5'6". And not you. So you're coming across as very disingenuous. And Melissa and I laugh because these guys, how they handle their Yelp reviews 
and people giving them bad. I mean, it They're is aggressive. hilarious. <laughs> It'll be like, amazing. sorry. Follow them on social. Yeah. We wouldn't want you here anyway. How we sold out is because we're fucking good. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. great. Amazing. So awesome. Love it. Um, well, what is your uh, guilty pleasure when it comes to food? If you had one last meal, what would it be? It's embarrassing. I would eat any type of roasted nut under the sun. <laughs> and everyone's like, that's good for you. I'm like, no, when you eat 12 pounds of roasted almonds in a day. It. Oh, my God. Love that's it. funny. And my husband hates it. So it's the best. They're always in the house. Oh, uh, mine would have to be a good Mexican food meal. Yeah, I'm on that Mexican page, I think. Who's your favorite rapper? I don't. No rap. You don't listen to rap. <laughs> what are you no guys rapper. listening to right now? Like, what are you listening to? Podcasts. Podcasts. We are too. We're boring. Yeah, so boring. How I built this. Uh, Alley webs. Dry bar. Raising the bar. Yeah. Uh, cool. I yeah, love that. Do you guys want to share with the listeners your um, Instagram handle and where they can find more more information about Botify? I'll let Melissa answer because she doesn't let me touch her Instagram. It's her sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> no, just joking. I do know it. Well, I don't post anything on Instagram. <laughs> we have somebody that does that now, but Good for you. <laughs> Delegate, um, delegate Insta at Botify. Facebook. Does anybody even use Facebook I, anymore? I don't. Our mom likes our posts on your mother-in-law. Yes. yes. It's all, <laughs> in your <laughs> older <laughs> demographic. Yes. <laughs> Which soon may be Instagram. Maybe we'll oh, all shit. be on TikTok. Only. I know. Yes. Are you on TikTok? Ew. We, we made an account, but we haven't done anything because oh, we're no. like, it's just, it's just one so overwhelming. It is actually fun. I kind of played around with it this weekend with some of our friends' kids. and You could time. get into it. It was a good old time. <laughs> Yeah, we can make some fun videos on that. And our website is thebotify.com because the people who own Botify were in an Asian country and they wanted like $20,000. So oh, we yeah. said, uh, same with no. Charm School podcast. It was like $25,000 to get really? that URL. And we were like, I said, thanks for the word though. We're just yeah. starting out. Yeah. <laughs> Someday. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for being I here. Thank you for having questions. us. Yes, we are so thrilled and um, just so grateful for your time and your expertise and knowledge. Awesome. Likewise. Thank you. We'll keep you posted on the cool tone. Yes. yes. Be our Can't wait. Test yes. babes. Oh, yes, please. Perfect. Done. All right. Cheers. Bye. Cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning into that last episode. Make sure to stay connected with us. Go to wherever you download your favorite podcast to subscribe to Charm School and be the first to know when our newest episode is released. You can also connect with us on Instagram at Charm School Podcast. In addition, you can check out our personal Instagram accounts at Nurse Annabelle and at Esthetician Jenna. Also peep our blog at charmschoolpodcast.com. Hashtag welcome, welcome to, to Charm School. School.